right, time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangio. Ooh, Hick, it's a big week this week. Well, yeah, you're right. And uh, this is what it's all about. This is why you go to Florida, right? So exciting. And thank you to Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, se-ortho.com, for your orthopedic needs in Jacksonville. Look, I mean, the program, the coach, they need uh, opportunities like this to try to get a win. And a win would do wonders for the direction of the program. It's going to be tough. It ain't going to be easy. But it's at home. It's under the lights. The swamp is magical at night. Uh, we'll see if the defense is playing better. And listen, the SEC ain't all that in a bag of chips this year either, Frank. They're not exactly tearing things up. So there'll be some opportunities down the road. These teams aren't like all-time greats that we're dealing with now. Tennessee is favored in the game, but it's a great opportunity, I think, for this Florida program and Billy Napier. Yeah, I watched Tennessee a little bit against Austin P last week. They were okay. They were clunky out of the gate. Yeah. They might have been looking ahead, which you get. I'm sure. They got team. But, the, but they weren't great. Uh, and the line's seven, not 27. So I, I don't think there's any question that Florida will be in play here. I think there's two or three things. Number one, Dan, I think the defense is better. I, I think it's not great. It's young as heck. Uh, Jadarius Perkins left. I think he left because he got the message, we're playing the young guys. So mm-hmm. the seniors aren't going to play. So I think there's some young defensive players who are pretty good. I really believe that. I, I think the key is uh, they haven't played against an offense like this. But if the defense – Florida's not going to beat Tennessee 38-31. That was last year's Florida team. The only chance they had is if they could outscore people because the defense was so bad. But Florida can beat them 24-17. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the kind of game Florida's got to play. Look, that's how Billy Napier wants to play. He, he's a running coach. Even last week against the team, McNeese, it wasn't very good. They ran the ball, and they kept running the ball, and a lot of that misdirection stuff. And here's my take on Graham Burch. Graham Burch is fine. I think he's accurate. He's going to hit the – but it's clear he doesn't have a big arm. So he's not going to he's not going to beat you down the field. Florida's got to run the ball, got to hold the ball, got to not turn it over, and, and, and keep it as a, a game in the teens or the low 20s. That's how I think Florida can win the game. What do you think? I would tend to agree with that analysis. It's pretty spot on. Listen, Tennessee, uh, you know, it's a good – it's a good – test too for the young defensive coordinator like I agree I think the defense is better right we've watched them now it's hard to take much out of McNeese State or it just is it it, they did what they were supposed to do right um but uh with that said Tennessee with that up-tempo offense I what will what will again this is this is what starts to get fans angry like you have to be ready for it. You've coached it all against it all week. You're preparing for it. You know what's coming. You know, you can't be looking over, trying to get signals in when they're getting ready to snap right. the ball, burning timeouts, things of that. You know how they play. Be ready right. for how they play. That's a great test for a young defensive coordinator. Uh, Joe Milton is not Hendon Hooker. So you're right. Well, Florida can't score all those points. I don't know that Tennessee can either. Uh, it's a big test for that young man. I know he's, you know, we, we talked about the, the offseason stuff and what he said about coming to the state of Florida, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, again, Saturday night in the swamp, packed house, place going crazy. It's, it's, it, it, it'll be a fun, fun night, and hopefully it'll come out with a Gator victory. I think they have a legitimate shot at winning. Um, I really need them to beat uh Tennessee and or Kentucky uh to get this season going here and again as you get away from the Utah game and you look back at the self-inflicted wounds you sit there and you tell yourself well they could have won that game too so you know you try to your optimism starts to build again and you just don't want to be brutally disappointed you know you need to see Florida play a good clean game against Tennessee 
Well, your point was right about the looking at the sidelines and getting lined yeah. up, palms up in the air. What do we? Yeah. What do we We've seen that too many like, times, right? Yeah. Yeah. It can't be that way against these guys. They line up and snap it, and you boom, have to be boom, if, boom. If your weak side end isn't lined up on the, the weak side, it's play anyway. You know, I, I think you've got so you, they've got to line up fast. And Dan, I'll even extend that to the offense. The offense can't be looking and confused and clap, clap, clap. And what are we doing? This has got to be a clean game. So I, I think that's a big part of it. I really do. Here's the other thing I think, too. What I don't want is Milton or one of those running backs to beat you. I would crowd the line. I, I think he's a lot like Anthony Richardson. He's got a gigantic arm. Right. But I don't think, he, but I don't think he's super accurate. Yeah. I would I would make him beat you with throws down the field. I, I really would. I, the last thing you want is he's a good runner. Their running backs are good. The last thing you want is if they can beat you down the field, they beat you. So I would play that way defensively. And and look, offensively, you know what Florida's going to try and do. I hope their yeah. line's good enough to do it. But don't you have to get it in number three's hands a few times? Don't, don't we have to see something for Trey Wilson that we hopefully haven't seen yet? Jet sweeps, wide receiver screens. I mean, yeah. And I, I know, I know you, yeah, I know you said, uh, you know, listen, Merch does not have the strongest arm, but you still got to take a couple shots. You got to try agree. to spread that field a little bit. Now, he threw a good ball to Pierce all again, but he right. threw that ball against air. It was right on the money. So, you know, you got to have a couple, you got to keep those guys a little bit loose, man. Those, you know, those bubble screens against McNeese, those are easy. You know, those are easy 10 yard pickups. They don't work so much in the SEC, man. If you got good defensive backs and you blow up blocks and you come through. So, I mean, that's a big challenge for them as well. They've got to be able to run the ball. Uh, you know, again, the McNeese game is what it is. They did what they had to do. Uh, every, every run play was, 10 yards at least it seemed like you know florida could have started first and 15 in, in that game and, and won comfortably so uh that's behind them now though it's good to get a win because it hadn't won in a while and now you get another great test this is why you come to florida and you know again you got these you got these streaks tennessee hasn't won in the swamp since oh three frank how about that oh three well, and oh and oh one they won back to back if i'm not mistaken but only like was, five times ever well that was my point too you're one step ahead of me yeah Tennessee knows they haven't won there in 20 years. Right. So, so Tennessee knows. I mean, Tennessee should have beat them until Will Greer threw it to Antonio Callaway and he yeah. spun away and ran 40 yards. Yeah. They should have beat them until Felipe Franks launched a Hail Mary yeah. to Cleveland in the back of the end zone. They should have beat them in Knoxville one time until Austin Harden, who I think was one for 80 as a kicker at Florida. Yeah. The one he made was a line drive 50 yarder. So, Tennessee knows weird things happen. When they play Florida, mm -hmm. Tennessee knows weird things happens when they play at Florida. So if Florida just just keep it close, get that yeah. crazy crowd in it, get me to the middle of the third quarter where it's, where and Florida takes the lead, I think then Tennessee panics because yeah. and I'm talking Tennessee or they're resolved. Yeah, but we've lost somewhere ten straight times when you haven't won somewhere in twenty years, and all of a sudden you look up and magically you're behind again in the fourth quarter. I think that's the psychology. Tennessee needs an early knockout. Tennessee doesn't need to get into that. Tennessee needs to go in there. We're a top 10 team. Right. These guys have been ranked. We're undefeated. These guys have already lost. Uh, Tennessee needs, let's go in there and slap them around. Florida needs to be the game. Now, we're not going to get slapped around. We're going to hang around in this game for a while. And then let's see what you got when it's when it's 16, 13, somebody with a minute left in the third. That's the game Florida needs. And then I think the psychology works against the volunteers. I really do. And listen, and I think as you look ahead, and again, uh, you know, there's a lot of football left to be played here, right? And so, 
you know, how this team is programmed. It's all, you know, it's early year two for Billy Napier, but again, he's desperate for one of these marquee wins. Uh, Tennessee isn't all that man. So, so it would do the program such good for him to get and feel good for the fans and for the coach and for the recruiting to get this win uh, uh, this weekend. But uh, I just want to get your thoughts. Uh, the, the conference doesn't look that impressive, you know? I right. mean, so you start looking at the schedule and why not win a game here or win a game there or go up to Columbia and beat South Carolina or beat, you know, there are games on here that you might be able to uh, battle. We still don't know what, I mean, we know Georgia has great football players, but we right. don't know what Georgia is yet. You know, we'll start to get some, they play South Carolina this weekend and their offensive line was atrocious a couple weeks ago. So there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in the conference too. Yeah. yeah. LSU and, LSU and Alabama, mm -hmm. two typically stronghold teams, have both lost non-conference games. Yeah. South Carolina was beaten kind of handily by a North Carolina team that almost lost to Appalachian State. Correct. But certainly there are, there's, there's clearly concerns. Nobody would debate that. But, uh, but make no mistake about this. This would be the signature win. He, yeah. it, fans fans want to fire and hire after every game. Hell, yeah. after every play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fans, I mean, if Florida loses this game, 31 to 14 swamp lizard 34 is going on social and wants to fire billy napier that's Florida right 31 30 swamp lizard 34 is going on and saying we're recruiting we're back we're winning we're <laughs> swamp lizard 34 whoever's on social media whoever's on twitter yeah. is going to either fire or extend billy napier that's my burner account by the way frank i wish you wouldn't bring that one up can you talk <laughs> about something different <laughs> i have no doubt but, but i'm telling you twitter gator is going to fire Billy Napier yeah. or extend him after this game, no yeah. matter what happens. Yeah. So the point is, if somehow you win this game, that's the signature win. The, forget Kentucky. This yeah. is the signature win. And I'll tell you this. If the son of a gun gets a signature win on top of the recruiting, on top of the feel good, on top of the fact that it's packed and it's Tennessee, I mean, it's a. I don't know if I like them winning this week. I don't know if I'd bet them to win. Right. But if I was a better, which I'm not, I don't know if I would do it. But but if he wins this week, then this guy then then go back to what you said a minute ago. The league doesn't look as good. They've got a little momentum. They'll have had a quarterback who who, who certainly can manage the game. Oh, I I think the, this podcast next week, you and me <laughs> next week. Yeah. If they've won this game, we may go two hours. Yeah. Because yeah. the truth of the matter is, that's how big this win would be for him and for these starving Gator fans like us that are dying for something good because it's been a long, it's been a long time since there's been a feel good. The, the Utah opener last year was a feel good, but it didn't last very long. Right. You know? It wasn't a rivalry game, Frank. And you look at the rivalry Correct. games, you know, the rivalry games, you know, it's Tennessee, you know, it's LSU, you know, it's Georgia, you know, it's FSU. They didn't win any of those last year, you know, and you don't want to be 0 and 8 after two years of, uh, and, and, there's some tough work ahead. I mean, I think FSU looks like one of the best teams in the country. We know Georgia's really good, and LSU is – you're going out to Baton Rouge. I mean, this probably is your best opportunity to get a W right. in one of these four. So let me ask you. I, I yes, we, we know – I think we agree you got to keep the, him from uh, – Joe Milton from making plays off schedule. Mm -hmm. You got to keep the out of the 30s. I think we all agree on that. You, you, you can't be sloppy, turning it over, delaying games and whatnot. Mm -hmm. The one question I haven't asked you is what Florida wants to do is to run Montreal Johnson and Trevor Etienne. That's mm -hmm. what they want to do. Mm -hmm. You can have all this other conversation. 
Trey Wilson and Mertz and all you want, but they want to run those two backs. That's if they they want their win to be 250 yards rushing from those two great backs. Can they run the ball with that line, which did not look very good against Utah? In your opinion, can they run the ball physically against these SEC teams starting with this week? Well, I'll say this. They're getting their heart and soul back on the offensive line, their center, their guy who's been there for a couple of years, Kingsley yeah. uh, from Sandalwood High School. And and so that is a huge positive. I, I think agree. they like I think they like the uh I think it's Hudson kid. I think he may could eventually end up playing more tackle and they could slide the Alabama kid inside. So I think there's still some tinkering, but getting Kingsley back is huge. If those running backs, that, that offensive line was shaky against Utah. There's no question about it. We need a better performance from them. They're big kids. They're capable of it. I think mixed results on that. I think Mertz is going to have to throw it successfully, but I do think they'll be with Johnson and ETN. I do think they're going to be able to run the football against Tennessee to a point. I don't know that they're going to, you know, we're going to have a 200 yard night on the ground, but I think there'll be some opportunities. What I need and what I didn't get against McNeese even is I need one of those fellas to bust off a 70 yarder. I need, yeah. I need one to break one into the secondary and go scooty scoot because uh, while those holes were huge against McNeese, none of those fellas ever broke one to the house. And, I think Florida probably needs help offensively in that. Florida's offense to me is very average, Frank. It just, you know, I agree with every, you know, I agree getting the ball to three and one and two and set. I mean, you know, if you got a single digit, you're getting the football in the offense, but I don't think it's, it it hasn't shown me any signs of being a a great offense. And I think there are going to be some struggles against a Tennessee team that is, heavy upper class. So, you know, and we're, we're a younger football team. So a lot of challenges there, but hopefully uh, I, I think they need some help offensively. Maybe if we can get a defensive score, a big turnover on their side of the field, something like that would help them immensely. I believe. Yeah. If Florida wins the game, we are going to be raving about the play of the defense. I can yeah. 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 Florida wins the game because the defense played very well. It's not going to be because they went up and down the field. It's going to be because defensively they made some plays. So that's the key to the game. Can Florida play well enough defensively to stay in this game? That I think that's the key to winning the game. I think it's the key to the, the – and look, i love to have that 70-80 order too. I don't think that's coming, Dan. Yeah. I think what is coming, though, is stay ahead of the sticks. I'll tell you what's important. First down's important, man. Yes. You know, second and five and second and three, second and nine and second and ten and third and 11, they're going to lose the game. Tennessee and that's who they are, that. Frank, but I hate that. I just want you to know I mean, that. That's who they are. But it, it just <clears throat> give me the days of, you know, oh, we missed a couple passes. Uh, we missed first down. We got sacked. It's third and 16. No problem. Here's a corner route. Bang. 18 yards. I got news, bro. <laughs> that I don't even think in his heyday that day's coming. Yeah. I don't think that you might be right. You might I, be I mean, right. Even watching last year with was it Levi Lewis, the quarterback, and Montreux was there. They were they were a pistol, run the pistol, yeah, little shotgun, run the ball, uh, stay ahead of the sticks. They were that his whole time at Louis, even when they were really good at Louisiana. Mm-hmm. That's who. All right, let's before we wrap this thing. I gave you my keys. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it play out? Give me one or two guys who have to be big factors for Florida to win the game. Well, I think somebody on the either ETN or Johnson has to have a, a, a hundred yard night. I would say that, and then defensively, like you said, I think. 
if Florida wins this game, it's going to be because the defense played great. So that means, you know, we got to get the football. We got to get turnovers. Right. I mean, we're playing a better team. And so you got to have some things go your way. And, you know, again, you know, rattle Joe Milton. Can you rattle him? Can you get to him? Can you hit him? Can you knock him down? Uh, can you make him make a mistake? Because I think he's the guy you got to attack uh, if you're going to have success against. And, and again, be lined up and be ready because they go, go, go. And they, uh, to me, this is a, a coaching thing, man. If we look disorganized out there, that's what sends us all into craziness because we know what's coming. We know how you got to play them and you know, you got to be ready. I will Easier say said this. than done. I get it, but come on, man. But I will say this, mm -hmm. the, uh, the banks and Jackson, the two tackles, Scooby mm -hmm. uh, Williams and Shamar James, by the way, that's a pretty good combination of line. Yeah. We haven't had that in a while. Yeah. They run, they run, they run. Yeah. secondary guy, Jason Marshall. So we have some players. I think you're right. One of those defensive guys has to make a big place. Yeah. Princely linebackers. Somebody needs a strip. Something, something positive to happen. Knock the ball out at the plus. Lock 20. a punt, Frankie. I mean, special plus teams. Punt. I mean, something though. Something yeah. like that. Without something like that, I don't think Florida wins the game. Yeah. But it's gonna be could be a signature win. Uh, I could help that recruiting. That you follow. You're kind of the beat reporter for the recruiting. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, so, so certainly uh, your job will be a uh, big crowd, a uh, big, big visit list. I'm sure on, on Saturday night, this is the one you want the, the boys coming to because you want them to see how that, how that stadium looks. And when they shut those lights off at the end, you know, at the end of the third. And, Are yeah. you going? Will you be I'm there? I'm not sure yet. I might go. It just depends on uh, the work situation. Cause I might have to do some television on Saturday in, in house. Dag the home. It's hard for me to go. Yeah. I'll be there but I, I, I kind of want you to go. I I don't know that we if if I can assign you that out of the podcast. Uh -huh. But I kind of my preference is you. Let me just go and say this on the record. <laughs> you're there down there on the field with your fist pumping and all. Oh I'm yeah, still taking days. I do. I like to get my picture. I like to get my picture in the program with that. Those are the days. Frankie, so before go. we go, you better you you know you didn't mention um, but Mary Wise may have her best team here. I'm taking notice. We're undefeated. 7-0. The only thing missing from Mary Wise's spectacular coaching career is a natty. I want a volleyball t-shirt, Frankie. Volleyball team is very good. We tend to win those 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 other those Olympic sports, so let's win one more. I, I'm, I'm rooting for Mary Wise just like you are. That is uh, Florida, Tennessee. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's all things Gators, Dan Hicken, and Frank Francis. And thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, sc-ortho.com, for all your orthopedic needs in the First Coast area. Frank, Let's have a happy uh, podcast next week as well and celebrate a win over Rocky Top. See you.